You know, they used to say all roads lead to Rome. But here at the voice party, we like to say if you need garage doors done, you need to go to All Roads Overhead Garage Doors located right in good old Richmond, California. Proudly serving the Bay Area since 2002. And they speak Spanish. Hablos Espanol. Please call 510-375-8756. Mention the voice party and get the homeboy discount. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Joaquin Xavier, and you are listening to The Voice Party. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? My name is Jasper Smooth Jazz McCargo. Woo! Smooth Jazz. Welcome, Jazz. Smooth Jazz. jazz. Thank you. Thank you for My having me. My favorite kind of jazz. You're welcome. <laughs> favorite kind of jazz, huh? Yeah. The fighting jazz. You you know these guys already, right? You met these guys before you. I met you, I met you at the um, at the Rich Rich City Talent and when showcase. You also, I think. go to work fitness, and yeah, then yeah, I, yeah. you were at an event we were covering out in, in oh, Oakland. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So I met you a few times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's yeah okay. And then we went to high school together. Yes. Yeah, Way back. Graduated together. Oh, actually. Yes. Walked across the stage together. Yep, yep. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know you guys went. I don't know. You guys went way back. Way yeah, back. yeah. Okay. So, man, I, I met you at the uh, at the at the Rich City Talent Showcase. That was the first time I actually met you. Yeah. Um, but I had already seen some of your clips because uh-huh. I, I, I I love boxing. Right. Like I mean I I never got into it. I I, I trained for a little bit in my early twenties, yeah. and then you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't follow up with the weight. Yeah. With, yeah. But yeah. I've always. It's an exciting yeah. sport. You it know? is. So it's, it's hard not to love it once you get a little taste of it. For me, it was always hard to get on a treadmill or just go jogging. Yeah. But to actually like hit the bag or, or spar. Yeah. Especially when light sparring, you like I want to be in shape. Right. Like, it makes me want to be in yeah, shape. You have you know, to be in shape. Yeah. Because <laughs> something about hitting, getting hit. Yeah. And like, oh man, like it makes me want to yeah. be in shape to. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 got that that the pressure of of uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's different. Like you know, when you're you're not motivation getting, a different yeah. way. Motivation is a completely different way. You're not getting yeah. you're not getting hit jogging. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not pushing you to keep going. Yeah. You just got to worry about being out of breath. You exactly. don't have somebody jumping out of nowhere to punch yeah. you in the face. Yeah, I understand exactly what you mean by that because mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, you know, there's been a few times where I took some time off from training. Yeah. And um, I got a little out of shape. And to motivate myself, yeah. um, I have to, like, go spar. Yeah. And that's what would motivate me to start running and stuff like that. I just have to. Feel that's that. normally I, what I just go straight back to sparring. If I take time off, first yeah. day, first workout, straight See what to sparring. And then that motivates me to get, you know, get back in the running. Whereas not. You know, it takes some time to get back motivated. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's I, what does it, to, you know, for me. Yeah, personally. no, for sure. And that's what I, I feel is probably like the best, you know, because I, when, I, I, when I started to get involved with it, you know, I, I, I was, I first sparred with someone who had experience at King's Gym. Uh-huh. And he, he wasn't a pro or anything, but he just did it consistently. Right. And me, you know, at that time I was playing soccer, so yeah. I felt in shape. But then I did it. Box is a different type it's of shape. It's a different monster. Yeah, yeah. It's a different kind of shape, and yeah. and uh, I see it as probably the best. I mean, any any combat exercise is probably the best. It's got to be the best uh, exercise. Yeah. For you know to get in shape for anything. I mean, yeah. Hmm. How old were you when you started boxing? Um, I started boxing late at eighteen. Oh yeah. Yeah, I started the Monday after I graduated high school. Oh wow. Yep. As soon as I graduated. Yeah, because usually the they start like at seven years old or so. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And that that is that is late. And yeah. and do you think that? Uh, I mean, were you were you were you were you involved in sports before, or did you getting fights um, a lot, or how how did that happen? Because well, I always was a boxing fan. I always wanted to box. Always wanted like to ever box. since I was probably about three or four years old. Yeah. I wanted to box. Okay. And Just, all through my childhood, I used to ask my parents that, you know, can I, I punch join, somebody, please? I want to join the boxing <laughs> can I punch I somebody? Please? <laughs> <laughs> but in my family, are big boxing fans. So that's okay. how I wanted to become a boxer at yeah. such a young age. Right, right. I actually, um, at that age, I shared a room with my uncles hmm. and they were, um, they boxed competitively at a, at a recreational level. Okay. And their whole room was covered in boxing posters. Oh wow. So once I was able to comprehend, yeah. you know, at like three, four years old, you know, that was like the first thing I ever aspired to, to be was, you know, what I saw on the on the walls at my in my uncle's room. 
So that's when I first, you know, started loving boxing yeah. at a very young age. And it never left. I'm still, I still love it. <laughs> on that note, who was your, one of the earliest boxing matches you remember watching? Because um, if you, you said you love, I grew yeah. up in a boxing family. Like everyone, yeah, when I, I started cousins. watching it, um, I used to, they used to, it was some popular fighters coming up. Junior Jones, I remember he was oh, always yeah. on HBO mm-hmm. and Roy Jones mm-hmm. Roy and Jones. Prince Nassim. And yep. those were all the fights that was like going on on the weekends, those fighters around that era. Yeah. You know, like Tarrant, you know, Kelly, Kevin Kelly, what is his name? Uh, um, all those type yeah. around that era. Mayweather was first, you know, that's right. when he first was coming up. Yeah. Dela Hoya, mm-hmm. yep. Sugar Shane Mosley, they was all coming up. Yeah. Burning for it, you know all all of them. I used to watch all the fights. Oh, yeah, no, I, yeah. one of the earliest fights I remember watching was a uh, Chavez versus Camacho. Yeah, I remember. I yeah, really, Camacho. I used yeah. to watch that. He was excited. Well, I used yeah, to watch yeah. him a lot. Not yeah. that, but yeah, and my the Prince, parents, Prince Nassim. Yeah, yeah. that guy was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, man, yeah. a lot of that was a nice era. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that so you you were always a boxing fan oh i love boxing that's i used to just watch boxing nonstop when i was a kid what made you not get into it earlier well my parents they were boxing fans um and they just never yeah, <laughs> they never see. was they never yeah. was into me boxing oh yeah for sure so like i you know i tell my mom and uh she'll make maybe make an excuse oh we can't afford it right now yeah. or, and then they'd give me a basketball why don't you play basketball and stuff like that <laughs> yeah 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 because yeah. i was tall yeah you know it was just that type of thing and right. you know when i was with my dad um you know, it was just kind of the same thing with him. Yeah, yeah. they don't want to see you get hurt. I like, think with my yeah. dad, because, you know, him being a single father, right. he tells me now, he's like, well, you know, I was in, you know, I was pretty much, you know, the in charge of everything. I didn't want people to say, oh, you put our son in boxing and got him beat up. And, you know, what <laughs> yeah. are you doing? You yeah. know, so, you know, I think he was protective of me in that aspect. Right, right. And um, they kind of thought I'd just grow out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How like, wrong they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, never, I never grew out of it. Then I started playing football, yeah. you know, and I loved football when I played. Okay. Um. So, but as soon as you I became, hit, you wanted to hit something. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like it, it. Definitely. This since we've become adults and everything outside of where we knew each other from. Going back to JFK High. Go, go Eagles. I never would have. If someone said to me, you know, you're going to be a boxer, I would have said a football player definitely, NBA definitely. But, this, <laughs> but you boxing has definitely shown me a side of you I I had no idea. Yeah. Cuz I wonder how many how, how many other of our, our fellow eagleites were aware that like was this would everybody else would we know that you had like a dream to be a boxer someday? Uh I think yeah. I, that's the first the first time I stopped talking about boxing was around when I got to high school. Oh, okay. But before high school, even when I would go to school, it was all I talked about. Awesome. I want to be like Muhammad Ali. Yeah. I'm going to go to the Olympics. I'm going to become a world champion. When I become <laughs> a world champion, I'm going to date Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> when I become a world champion, I'm going to do this. I'm going to drive that car. Like Everybody remember me yeah. from saying stuff like that. Then when I got to high school, it was like, uh, I'm not going to box. My parents, you know. And then I started playing football. You know, and I love football, so you know that was my thing. But once I became an adult, you know, I just you know you I, I went you straight want. to the boxing gym and I just fell in love with it all over again and been at it ever since. Mm. You just mentioned uh, <clears throat> something that you actually did, right? The Olympics. Uh, well, I didn't make the Olympic team, you, but I was going for the going, 2016 going, yeah. Olympics. Um, I made the USA team in 2014. Oh wow! So I was able to travel and yeah. you know and box against in, international competition and. You know, and that type of thing. The actual Olympic year, I actually had a pretty bad hand injury right before one of the uh, qualifiers for the Olympic mm, trials. Wow. Okay. And um, that kind of stopped my Olympic, you know, aspirations. Right, yeah. Um, and then when my hand healed, I just turned pro you know, right away in, in the summer of 2016. 2016. And yeah. you had a, I know we talked about this at the, because at, I didn't know this about you, but you, you started off with no trainer. Yeah, yeah. That's that's because <laughs> you know there's always a story like like yeah. Mike Tyson had Customado or yeah. you know one of my favorite boxers Mikey Garcia has his brother you know someone yeah. that kind of you know uh, the plants the seed and and keeps yeah. feeding you know yeah. you didn't have that you just you liked it so much you just decided to get into it and yeah. train yourself and that's yeah. rare in well, any kind of fights. Well, the way that happened, um, I started out boxing. Um, I had a coach. His name was Robert Rodriguez. Okay, and. Um, and me and him was very, very close. You know, like to this day, I love Robert Rodriguez a lot. Yeah. Um, think about him pretty often and stuff. I hit him up every now and then and stuff yeah. like that. 
And um, so he started me off with like just the basic, you know, of how to throw a punch, um, that type of thing. And then we um, we competed together at a novice level in yeah. the amateurs. And then things start happening in his personal life, like with his wife, she had cancer, this type uh, of thing. And, yeah. okay. and um, he just had a lot of other obligations. Yeah. <clears throat> so we like, you know, the training kind of started to slowly like die down. Mm-hmm. And um, but I was like so loyal to him, and I loved him so much. I didn't want to train with no one else. Yeah. Then you know it, it got to the point where I would be wanting to go to tournaments, and then he couldn't go with me, and um, he couldn't really mm. make it to the gym and yeah. that type of thing. So yeah, I would just go to the tournaments by myself. Wow. Yeah, I would just go by myself, and um, and you cornered by yourself. Well, you can't do that. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like In, no, initially, yeah. Um, he would like call a coach he knew like hey can you meet jazz over here okay. you know he wants to fight yeah. in this tournament that's loyal you know he always yeah. yeah so that kind of went on for a while towards the end it was like you know i'll just show up by myself find someone to work my corner that type of thing then get a facetime of him right that, there that, that went on for yeah. for for some years wow and then um it was a, lo- a local promoter boxing promoter club level uh-huh. um contacted me about turning professional so you know, I told him my situation, and I said, you know, I need a better situation before I um, turn professional. Yeah. You know, like I need you know, solid coaching and a solid team, and also I want to keep trying to make the Olympics anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So the next year, <clears throat> he um, recommended, you know, a few coaches, and I started kind of, you know, going around training with different coaches, and then I, like, yeah. gave Robert Rodriguez the news that, you know, I think I'm a – you know, go elsewhere as far as my coaching and that kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of hurt both of our feelings a little right, bit, right. but it was necessary. Yeah, for sure. You know, because sure. we had kind of reached our the end of our road yeah. as far as like coaching, you know, trainee. Yeah. Um. So I didn't really find a uh, you know a good you know a good uh niche with anybody. Right. But tournaments were still happening. Yeah. You know, like the USA Nationals. You know, so I wasn't gonna miss out. So I was like, I showed up to the 2014. You know, nationals, I was pretty much just training on my own, like full time at that point. Go, I go to the track. What uh, did you do? Did you look you, YouTube videos to see what Oh, kind not of, that. I would go uh, to the track okay. all the time. Oh, I run yeah, real okay. hard, yeah. shadow box real hard. Yeah. And then I call up different people, you know, I knew um, for sparring. Um, it was a person, it was a fighter professional named Paul Mendez, uh-huh. who was fighting competitively at the time. Um, kind of a journeyman, um, super middleweight contender. And um, he would always just meet me anywhere and wow. uh, spar with me and help me get ready. So I would spar with him all the time, and then I'd show up, <laughs> you Man. know, and then I showed up at the 2014 Nationals and just kind of showed out. Yeah. Yeah, I just found somebody to work my corner, and then I made it to the finals. Dang. Yeah, and um, I overcame a lot of adversity in that yeah. tournament, too, and a lot of people mm. recognized it. Right. Because the first night in that tournament – um, I got headbutted <laughs> pretty bad, like four or five times. And the referee ended up disqualifying my opponent. And this is the first night, but it loosened my front tooth. Ooh. <laughs> the headbutt. Dude, those are deadly, man. The yeah, headbutts. yeah. So I fought the whole rest of that tournament with Dang. a loosened front tooth. I couldn't oh, eat shoot. or nothing. I still made it to the finals. Did they have to remove it? No, it tightened up back on its own. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, it tightened oh, up wow. on its own. It, it actually took about six months for it to tighten back up Ooh. on its own. And you were on I, a liquid diet for a minute. I huh? got a little, I got some dental work um, done to it, and um, but I was able to keep my tooth and everything like that. <laughs> How long was it, were you, did, like, when it got loose, did you fight right after that? Or? Yeah, the next night. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting over there, just <laughs> dodge, you know, so, dodge, dodge, really dodge. Like, that, that'll make Not in defense, the face, not in the face. Yeah. <laughs> that'll make you sharpen up on your defense, like, real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I gained the, the respect of a lot of people at that yeah. tournament. Because they knew, a lot of people knew I came there with no coach. Wow. They, a lot of people that were got around about my tooth. Yeah. And, you know, I gained a lot of respect and then also gained the support of my family at that point. Because they saw me, because my family didn't support me boxing yeah. when I first started boxing. You know, far as like coming to the gym, encouraging me, you know, right. that type of thing. They didn't want you to get My hurt. dad, he would always be at my fights, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but besides that, <laughs> you know, I didn't really have much family support. But once I made the usa team which yeah. was nine years after i started boxing wow. you know then you know it felt like okay now my family's proud of me yeah they're behind me but for a minute you were you were kobeing it basically it's like <laughs> what yo nobody all right yeah, fine yeah so it's cool yeah. <laughs> man that's, yeah, that's, and that's, it's just been 
growing up. Yeah. Yeah. So now, where you are now, you, who like do you have a uh, uh, trainer that that you yeah. assist with? Like yeah, yeah. I train with um a coach, and his name is Nick uh, Balafato. Okay. Out of Redwood City, I train there. You know, several times a week. Okay. And then I have my own um, gym. I have a personal training studio. Oh, I have you do. A, yeah, and I have a boxing area set up there where I do. Where where at? Um, in, here in Richmond. In Richmond. Yeah. Well, what's it called? Pound for Pound Athletics. Pound for Pound Athletics. Oh, is the okay. name of the, um, my personal training studio. You know, it's it's a lot of uh, there's a lot of boxers that come out of Richmond, man. There's a lot of. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I, I've, have you met the the. There's two brothers that that have a gym in Concord now, but they're from Richmond. Uh, okay, what's the names? Uh, damn, J- Johnny. I forgot his last name. Johnny Pettis, the Pettis brothers. They're both. They're lighter weight, uh-huh. but you know. They, yeah, I'm not familiar with them. Yeah, I'm just. I've seen. I've seen like. There's a lot of. There's like three boxing gyms, and and, uh-huh. and you know the 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 two on on Run Mill and and it's it's just a lot of a lot yeah. of fighters come out of this area, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how long have you had your own your own gym for? Um, well, I started that um, the studio in about a year studio. and a half. A year and a half. Yeah, about two years ago. Then I got a boxing section of it. Um, I call that Bow Fans Boxing Club. Oh, okay. It's like a small section that soon I'm gonna be expanding. Oh wow. Um, you know, so it's gonna when I expand it, then it's gonna be like a full boxing gym that I, you know, where I can have uh, customers come in and train also. Are you going more like do you want to be a trainer eventually? Is that where you're going? Heading to towards? Um, I've always done personal training. You've always ever done since I was eighteen, like oh, boxing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I started out at Twenty Five Fitness. Okay. At eighteen years old, oh, I was like okay. one of my first jobs. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. But do you see yourself like assembling a, a team with this gym? Where you know? Uh, yeah, like, I see down the road. Yeah. Um, once I'm done, um, you know, with my own boxing career. Mm-hmm. you know i don't want to like spread my yeah, you no. know my, my wings too far you yeah. know i want to um you know master what i'm doing yeah. but um you know i do train like some of the kids okay. you know that's in the, in the area that like their parents know of me and they want me to train their kid this that and the other you know like i spend a couple hours a week i mean a couple hours three times a week yeah um training some of the youth and i kind of see it as my way of uh kind of giving back, yeah. you know, to the community and also just getting my feet wet, okay. you know, um, to becoming a great trainer that I think I'm going to be eventually one day when I'm retired from boxing. Like I see myself being a, um, a really good trainer because I got a good eye. You know, I've been around the sport since a, a baby, basically. And um, I've done it on my own and I've, you know, I got a lot of experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and, and you know, like you said, like the day that you, your tooth got loosened, I mean, I'm sure that experience and then having to fight the next day you picked up like way more fight ex- fight experience from that you know especially fighting with pain yeah then like, oh, yeah. you would have you know training and just hitting the bag but well, i feel like that just kind of built you know my grit com- yeah it built yeah. grit yeah. you know confidence in myself and in, in terms of knowing that i got heart yeah um because i've you know been in situations where i had to prove my heart right yeah um you know, but, you know, as far as experience, you know, I think, you know, competing against good fighters. Yeah. You know, it's what gave me experience. Being on the USA team that year gave me a lot of experience because when I was traveling with the USA team, um, you know, I was around the USA coach, USA boxing coaches, and they could tell I was pretty green. Yeah. You know, so they was able they start helping me out a lot. Every time I would travel on a trip, all the coaches would be you know showing me and those are high level trainers too yeah right? you know yeah. showing me some of the things i missed mm-hmm. you know coming up on my own um pretty much and there was a particular coach named michael murphy mm-hmm. and um he was pretty much just amazed that i would show up he would always be at the tournaments with his fighters he was he's from uh long island new york oh, okay and um and he was just always amazed that i would come by myself and he was always amazed that i would win yeah and um he convinced me to move to new york <laughs> to train with him <laughs> To get ready for the 2016 Olympics. Yeah. So I lived out there for about seven or eight months until I had that injury. Oh, shoot. Okay. Because I was, you know, training with him to get ready for the Olympics. And that <clears throat> is when I really learned. I learned so much, you know, training with Michael Murphy, all the fundamentals that I missed, you know, he put he put together for me. Yeah. yeah and I became a much better fighter. So, you know, all of those experiences yeah. is what gave me, you know, the experience, you know, that I would uh, pass down. And then someone you, else. And then you also mentioned the the day that that, that you spar with like uh, 
Yeah, King Jim, I believe you said you meant you you sparred with uh, Andre Ward. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't think those experiences really made me a better boxer. Oh, really? Yeah, because they threw me in there with them uh, bef before I even had one amateur fight. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> they just threw you in. They threw you yeah, in so the I sparred with water, them probably yeah. like before I had one amateur fight up to maybe about three or four amateur fights. Okay. So... That didn't really exactly yeah okay make me better, but it did make me tough, and it, and it showed that I had heart. Yeah, because for sure. they would beat me down in there, but I would still come back the next day. So they wouldn't take it easy on you, like Andre. Maybe, maybe they would. Maybe I don't know, maybe, but yeah. to me, you know, <laughs> you know, I remember being in there, you know, bleeding, eyes swollen, yeah. ribs bruised, and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so and this is I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, you know so. I was there when he fought uh, Chad Dawson, fourth row. Yeah. And uh, I remember when he, because when you said that, I remember seeing him, I, I saw him give a good body shot to, uh, to Chad Dawson. Uh-huh. And I remember, like, just the way the sound of the punch. Yeah. Like, it sounded, man, from that close, it sounded horrible, you know? <laughs> and I, when you started, you told me that he, he beat you, you know, he was just yeah. giving it to you. I was like... I can I, I can imagine that vision and yeah. then you know getting hit by that. And guy. the thing about it, I don't think at that time they realized that I was so inexperienced. Oh shit. Yeah, Because yeah, they see think, you a big dude, they're like, yeah, right, yeah, they're yeah, like, we gotta we gotta realize I was so yeah. inexperienced. He's gonna give us a great do, do fight. You feel, do you feel that being, you know, cause you're tall, you're a big guy, that's what makes him like, I just throw him in there and, and he, we, we, back back then. Back yeah, then, yeah. Back back then. Yeah. Yeah. Was, <laughs> they want to test the tall guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But I'm thankful for those experiences because I feel like those experiences, you know, made me tough. Yeah. You know, even now I can look back on those experiences and think, okay, so that's what he was doing. He was doing this. Yeah. You know, and and, and you know, and it gets it makes me a better fighter in that aspect. And um you know, I'm very thankful for those experiences. You know, sparring with Andre, sparring with Andre Ward, Brandon Gonzalez, oh, wow. um, um, Joaquin Gallardo. Oh, man, uh, well, yeah, all before I had like just a few amateur fights. What year was this? It was like this was like 2005, 2006. Oh, 2005. When Andre first turned pro. Yeah. 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 Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and now, then, where you're at now, like you, uh, you, you, you've been a professional since two thousand sixteen. Sixteen. How many fights have you had since then? Like you've been fighting uh, what every uh, two two fights a year? Or? Yeah, it's been rough. Yeah. You know, it's been rough. I'm coming up the hard way. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty much on my own right yeah. now, just like I was. You know, in the beginning of my amateur, you know, pretty much most of my amateur career. Um, you know, but it paid off in the end, mm -hmm. and you know, and it's gonna pay off in the end as a professional too. Oh yeah. Um, but um, I think just because of the lack of representation, like me being a jack of all trades, playing manager, you know, promoting myself, you know, that type of thing, it's been a little hard to get rolling. Mm -hmm. But um, as of lately, I feel like a lot of opportunities has been coming my way, and my shots coming soon. Oh yeah. You know, and when it comes, you know, I'm gonna be ready, and I'm gonna capitalize. Now, what's the challenge in getting decent representation, like yeah. an agent, a coach, someone to vouch for you? I mean, is it is it lack of uh, lack of supply, or there's just not enough people in the area who do that sort of work, or is it exposure? What what is it? Is it boxing politics? Yeah, I think it's just boxing, you know, yeah. politics, and you know, and there's uh, that's that's pretty much what it is. There's and there's so many fighters, and and um, you know, that's the best way I can put it. Yeah. 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 Just box, boxing yeah, that, politics. That's what gets you know. A lot it's, of, it's a lot of times it's who you know. It's not what you know. Yeah. Um. So. You could. You know. But I've been proving myself when I do have an opportunity to prove myself, and um, you know, and I and I can feel that my opportunity is coming real soon, and when it does, I'm ready. You know, that's pretty much how it is for for everyone coming up the way I come up, way I am coming up. You know, your opportunity comes. You gotta. Walk you got to be ready because it's going to come. It comes for everybody in the sport of boxing. Yeah. It comes eventually. So Andy Gar and Andy um, Ruiz, for example, yeah, he, yeah. he was basically by himself, and yeah. he got a shot at a champion. Right. When and you see no, stuff, oh, you're no stranger for uh, going after a championship bout either. You yeah. know, I think the was it the last match I saw you it, just not a while ago it was wasn't it for the belt? Uh, no, or no, that wasn't. Wrong? It wasn't for a championship or anything mm. like that. Um, the opponent I fought um, raised a lot of eyebrows, you know, just because, you know, he had close to 30 fights. 
That's um, what it was. Yeah, and um, and he fought some some of his opposition fought for world titles and you know that type of thing. And he held a few regional titles himself. So and me only having six fights total. That's you know that was. raised a lot of eyebrows. Um, so that was a but it was not for a championship. Yeah, that was my last bout. Oh. Um, that's that's about the three way to it four was weeks a, ago. A draw, right? Yeah, it, it was real to draw. Three, four weeks ago. Yeah. Your face is clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, actually, I mean, I mean, I mean, not to brag or anything, yeah. but he did. He, he landed probably like two, three solid shots the whole fight. Damn. Yeah, and you know, I had him bleeding. The referee had to call the doctor in. You know, I won every round convincingly. There was one sort of close round. The fifth round might have been close, but every other round I won convincingly. Nice. One judge had me winning five rounds of one. You know, and this was in his backyard. And um, I don't know how the other two judges, you know, ruled it a draw. But, you know, it was a split draw. That's, majority that's, draw, what they called it. And um, and I'm, I'm hoping for, for a rematch. They just liked him a lot. <laughs> that's all well, that, that was. That's, that's what I was going to ask you, man. Like, that's, you know, I, I, I love watching, you know, I watch, I just watched the Mikey Garcia versus, I, 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 I'd watch it as much as I can, you know, because I, I grew up on it. And that's... One of the things that I don't like about boxing is the, the the boxing politics that happens, man. Like you know, there's some fights where you you, you clearly see the winner, and and just because you know, he's not the cash cow, <laughs> you know, like who yeah. they who they want. Yeah, you yeah. experienced a lot of that. Like it's, I mean, that I feel like that definitely that was, was the, the case um, there. The case there, yeah. and and the case the, before at, that too. And uh, when I fought on um, a uh, a local, yeah. Um, contender um marco delgado which is my first loss on my record but it definitely was not a loss if he was there in the building i saw the video yeah yeah mm, so yeah, yeah we, we were in the building yeah <laughs> you guys yeah i saw yeah. i saw the video of it though man yeah that that was a you know complete robbery but you know he was the house fighter and um you know and i was the b-side and and yeah. I, I feel like that's what led the uh led to the decision um, because it was just obvious that <laughs> it, it was yeah it, I mean for the folks at home I mean it, it was a good fight it was mm. it, you know it was a few rounds was very competitive um, I remember I believe it was the fourth round where he def where he won that round big um, but I clearly won the first three rounds yeah mm. and then after he won the fourth round pretty big I came back and had my best round of the fight in the fifth yeah. <laughs> and then the sixth round maybe could have went either way yeah. yeah you know so you know how did he what did he do to win when at best he won two rounds out of a six round fight at best you know so and it was like the first three rounds i won convincingly it wasn't nothing it was not close you know he was he didn't even really land anything solid into the fourth round and um and he couldn't capitalize my defense, you know, was solid after he landed that good shot in the fourth round. And then the momentum shifted towards the end of the fourth round. I came back in my best round of the fight the next, you know, the next round, as y'all saw. So that was very controversial. That was very disappointing, you know, to have that as your first loss, um, to be robbed like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was stolen from you. I, yeah. I, it, you know, for the folks listening at home, you know, I, I can vouch for everything this man is saying. I mean, he... There's video, right? Jasper yeah, yeah. did everything but knock that man out. Now that you mention it, hashtag 2020, knock all of them out. <laughs> yeah. but, like, this, but this fight, the, the last fight I just had, it was even more convincing yeah. than that Delgado fight, you know, because Delgado had moments in the fight, you know, where he had some success. This last fight, it was not one moment in the fight where he had wow. any success. <laughs> that, that's like, why it was a draw. <laughs> they, bias, they, man. It's bias. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's so biased. That's, I mean, that's, you should have seen you should have seen him when they ruled it a draw. You know, he's jumping up and down with his hands in the air because he was happy that he escaped with the draw. <laughs> he couldn't you know? believe that it. That says probably. a lot. That yeah. says a lot when uh, when the fight. You know, so, yeah. but I know my opportunity's coming, and yeah. and I'm hoping to get that rematch. I I know in a rematch. Um, you know, the, the fight definitely won't go to distance, you know, because one, I was sick with the flu all week anyway, oh. you know, during that fight. And, you know, not to make excuses, but I definitely felt like, you know, there was times where I could have turned it up and stopped him. But, you know, my breathing was affected from being sick. And, you know, and I didn't have the same pop on my explosiveness, you know, in my shots. 
Um, so that had a, a play on the fight as well as far as me stopping him and ending the fight. Um, you weren't at 100%. Yeah, I wasn't at 100%. <laughs> ah, yeah. And, and the, what happened, you know, in that fight, you know, with the robbery, it, it, yeah. it didn't do anything, but just made me more hungry. So now I'm going to be even hungrier than I was before, you know, in the rematch. Um, so there most likely hopefully be a rematch um, in June. Yes. I think Ooh. that promoter, he, um, you know, he puts on shows pretty regularly. And I know he's most likely going to have one in June or July. So I'm going to be pushing for that rematch then. And uh, moving on with my career uh, from there, moving up the ranks. Um, well, uh, on that same note, what what weight do you fight at right now? Light heavyweight. Light heavyweight. Yeah. What's so, the numbers on the light heavyweight? One seventy five. One seventy five. So is as uh, do you have someone in mind that you'd like to? Oh yeah. Yeah, I got someone. A guest coming in. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're outside. Okay. Yeah, give me a second. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, the light heavyweight. Who's uh, I'm trying to think of who fights at light heavyweight? Um, what? Well, on uh, on the say on the subject of boxing, you, are you, you you I never asked you. Are you are you a boxing fan? Oh, no, no. I you I know. Probably can't talk about too much. <laughs> What's so, that? so me and my girlfriend we just now getting back together. Oh yeah. Yeah so. Probably can't talk about too much stuff online while people are all in my business. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's all good. I mean, we're not going to ask about you. It's all good. So, no, I mean, honestly, yeah. when it comes to boxing, I've seen a few matches over the years. I'm I'm very aware of like some of the big names. Okay. Um, but when it comes to sports in general, um, beyond like a smattering of knowledge here and there, my my sport was always a non-sport. It's pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. <laughs> so when you say light heavyweight, like the only names that are coming to my mind are like X Pac ah, and yeah. <laughs> Dean Malenko. You know anybody that fought a light heavyweight? I'm like, <laughs> well, talking me, you know who? Like and Phil too. Phil's, those dudes yeah. are all like stacked. Like, yeah, they're all you know. A lot of them will probably qualify as heavyweight. Even that's true. Even X Pac would probably qualify. That, <laughs> Depending that, on how much he weighs, he'd probably be a heavyweight boxing. That's yeah, because I know back that's in true. the '90s with wrestling, shit. it was like if you're 225 or less, you're a cruiserweight. Yeah. yeah. And then now it's like, well, everybody's smaller now. 205. If you're 205 or less, you're a wait, cruiserweight. Wait, you talk about what? For wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're like fly, fly you know, flying around mm-hmm. and, and the like, doing all the flippy dippy. Like yeah. the only like. I would consider lightweights the Hardy Boys. <laughs> or, or Ray Mysterio Jr. is pretty small. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, Ray Mysterio Jr. and Jeff Hardy have all been world champions. Actually, Matt Hardy was an impact champion. Well, so wait. They've well, all been world champions. Yeah, the oh, yeah, point, Matt, Matt, Jeff yeah. Hardy was a champion once, too, right? Uh, yeah. He's WWE the, champion. He's WWE champion. Well, yeah. you know, and world heavyweight champion. Just once, all right? I mean, a couple times. Oh, a couple times. Yeah, point we're basically getting at, folks, is that weight class in America. Weight ain't nothing but. Like, weight is like age. It ain't nothing but a number. Right. Unless you're talking. Unless about, that number is less than eight. But did you, now, did now you in Japan, up, did you though? Did you grow up watching boxing, though? Um, not like that. No. But in Japan, though, weight class, they actually have. Don't some Japanese federations have like more belts based on weight class? Yeah, and like like New Japan does that, where they have like junior heavyweight, heavyweight, super heavyweight. Oh hey, how's it going? How's it going? We got some new guests joining us on the podcast here. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. But uh, but yeah, so my my knowledge is very. I'm actually I'm I'm legitimately curious um, about the sport. You know, uh, it's I definitely prefer combat sports yeah. over like <laughs> basketball, football. That's your, you know, that's, that's your your firstborn, huh? Yeah. Oh, wow. hey. so we oh, got we, one guest speaking we, to the microphone. We got man. So speaking to the microphone. Speaking to the microphone, baby. <laughs> No, not not happy. Oh, there you go. There you go. Adorable. <laughs> this is our first baby guest on the podcast. How many months is she? Oh, she's six months. Six oh. months. Yeah, her six name's months. Lilia. Lilia. Lilia Bernice. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, uh, we were talking about uh, things that motivate you to even. Be, be, be more you know that's that's one right there huh yeah that's a big motivation <laughs> a big right motivation there. right there yeah it just motivates me in general just to get not just with boxing but just yeah you know my whole life as a whole right yeah you for know? sure yeah and speaking of that on that same note because i know you i mean we, we didn't talk about it much but because there's there's been a lot of uh the last year there was a couple of 
boxing deaths on the ring, right. right? How many was it, like two or three? No, it was a total of seven. Seven. Damn, two, I only know about two or three, but yeah. yeah. And that's that's the thing that you, I think you had talked about, that the insurance for boxers. Right, know? right. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, what, how, what is that... Um, I don't know if you want to talk about right. that. Yeah, I'm so I'm studying to be I'm studying to become an agent for New York Life Insurance. Okay. Um I put my studying on hold for a little while just yeah. to, so I can continue to focus on boxing and building my uh, personal training studio. Mm-hmm. Um but next year I plan on plan on picking my studying back up. Um I believe the services New York Life offers is the services that every boxer needs. Um, as far as life insurance, um, that's a service that everyone needs, but especially a boxer because we're, um, you know, putting our life on the line every yeah. time we not only enter the ring, but even in training and sparring, um, we're putting our life on the line. <clears throat> um, that's not to say that, you know, we're putting, not put, we're putting our life on the line more than anyone else, right. you know, because you put your life on the line anytime you drive a car, too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But you don't have nobody punching you in the face when you drive <laughs> right. your car. Right. No one is, is tr- no one, or at least there are yeah. less people trying to yeah. hit you when you're driving. <laughs> and not only are they punching you, are they punching you in the but face. You know what, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know oh, yeah saying? For sure. So, no, but like, not, not only are they punching you in the face, it's like the best guys to be punching. <laughs> like, they train, uh, you know, it's a yeah. different, it's a di- that's why I yeah. ask you to punch the bag you know because i do it here and there yeah. but like a professional like it's a different kind of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's why you know life insurance yeah. is something every oh, boxer yeah, needs sure. you know but there's you know other um services that a company like new york life new york life offers also like um you know like investing money and in like annuities and things like that um because there's no type of retirement you know yeah. for boxing right um, that's know, why th- some guys like last so long in the sport and they just right. try to get a fight at you whatever you know right right now what if you was putting like a percentage of your your purse yeah investing it and you know into you know different avenues like that so, you know so when you retire you know you can do something you know with those investments right, you know yeah. like you know maybe borrow you know money from yourself from yeah. some of the annuities that you're you know that type of thing so i'm studying um that's good yeah studying to become an agent for um, new york life um because that's a very respectable company i don't think it's too many companies has been around as long as new york life either right. you know so they have a very um good reputation um presidents athletes um all type of different um you know high level um people use use uh, new york life insurance so they're very um respected and you know once i get licensed my goal is to get every last boxer in america ufc fighters ufc oh, fighters yeah, everybody fighters, yeah, you yeah. know um yeah, in, investing and who better than someone who's in it right yeah right and you know so I, and I, that's gonna be yeah. my goal one of my goals after boxing you know right. as well you know i'm trying to set my life up you know for after boxing because we, you know you never know when boxing is gonna end right because um, even if you like this is one thing that i was gonna mention earlier since you said you started at 18 right um and i see this as a as a I see that as an advantage because I I I grew up knowing guys that started when they were like seven. Right. And by the time they were eighteen, they're already punch drunk. Oh wow. Yeah, like yeah. you know, from sparring for so long. Uh-huh. Like I mean, that has an effect on. Yeah. You know, and um, do you see? Do you, I mean, is that that's got to be concerned too? Because I mean, yeah, you might not die on the ring, but right. Like there's a well, I forgot is it Brandon Reels for example? When they yeah, right. You could tell right all those years of, of damage, man. Like it eventually, right. you know. Right. And who knows? Maybe thirty one, year old maybe one like day, Joe Biden just you know one, the thing with the hug. One day he might need like long term care or something like that based from his boxing injuries. Yeah. You know, so that's another you know that's another service that New York Life offers. Right. Mm, you okay. know, so you know I'm very excited awesome. to um you know to be able to. You know, help my fellow, you know, my my fellow uh, warriors that enter the ring. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, they put it out on the line, man. That's like a lot of, you You were talking about your dad knew a wrestler who had wrestled, I believe, in one of the WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, and his name like, escapes me. But he was like, it was WrestleMania right? 3, and he wrestled, oh, crap. It, it might have been Hogan. might have been Hogan. It was an African-American gentleman. Oh gosh, I can't think of the name. But, but he yeah, said he ended up basically like homeless. Yeah, right? well, he was living in the Ron Dellums apartments, which is oh. low income apartments. They they specialize in bringing former homeless off the street and and people living on social security. So it's like a guy like that who was on the biggest 
wrestling show and one of the the biggest pay-per-views in the country period is is now living like that in Oakland, California? Like, wow. Well, like, there's no 401k you know, with wrestling. That's the there's no right, there's right. no yeah with boxing Exa- too. Exactly. So, you know that's that's why I want to yeah. be able to offer those type of uh, you know benefits. You know because I need those type of benefits myself. Um, and you know and all my fellow fighters, you know, need yeah. those type of type of benefits. All kinds because, of combat sport. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if I you know knew these things when I was 18, even when I was an amateur. You know, since I already planned to become a professional, you know, one day, you know, and once I start fighting, you know, for $10,000, $100,000, $200,000, million dollars, you know, my money's going to make money for itself, you know, and I want to teach everyone else how to do the same thing. Yeah. And I, I, you know, you said like a million dollars, like it sounds like a lot. I mean, it is, but if you get all these injuries and, you know, like I have a family member who's in the hospital now, he's been in the hospital for what almost a month i believe each day is like close to eight hundred dollars in the hospital you know wow that's (laughs) so you think about whether if you had that type of insurance yeah um you know you want to be really spending that type of money out of pocket you know and then it's like it's not just a regular injury you know it's injuries to your head right you know so that that yeah luckily um god bless me with very great physical attributes oh, yeah. you know my long arms yeah <laughs> so my long yeah. arms has kept me out of danger so yeah. far most of my career i've never really taken any too many serious shots you know like that um so you know but not everyone is so blessed right. and then and <laughs> yeah. eventually i mean you because you, you said you do want to get up to heavyweight is that what you said get up to heavyweight and challenge a heavyweight oh no 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 i'm st- sticking Stay, up sticking light, okay light, okay yeah, light yeah. heavyweight's my weight i make okay. light heavyweight pretty easy okay you know, I'm naturally kind of thin anyway. Right, yeah. You know, I'm thin, thin and muscular. Kind of got that Deontay Wilder build. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, for my for my weight class. Um, so. What'd you think of that fight? Uh, I actually didn't see the see the fight, but I saw highlights. The, um, I saw the highlights, which if there was a lot of highlights, so that was basically, yeah. you know, seeing the whole fight, and I saw the first few rounds. Um, I, I was pretty disappointed, of course. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a Wilder fan. Me too. <laughs> mostly because of his personality outside of the ring. Yeah. Um, I do think he needs to really brush up on his skills. Yeah. You know, as a fighter. Um, so he, he's not the type of fighter that I would like, like watch and study too much per se. You know, be um, <clears throat> fighters that I can study. Those are like my fighters that I really like. You know, but him, Who, I like him one? for yeah. his personality. Yeah, I, right. I yeah, just love sure. his yeah. personality. I love, yeah. you know, I love his demeanor in the ring. Yeah. You know, how he comes in there really to just, you know, just to kill you. <laughs> Basically, it's, you yeah. know, it's exciting to watch. And um, I, I did I did like the first one because they had, you know, they all had, you know, Fury had his little moments, but that power man like yeah. it, it, you can be really good but yeah. that, that I, had a, I had a feeling the fight was gonna go the second fight was gonna go like that though because yeah. most of the times you know people with that has a high boxing iq yeah you know that fury obviously has they normally you know improve the second fight right you yeah. know because you know, already have been in there with you yeah and i know wilder he telegraphs all of his shots so i was thinking okay the second time around you know fury you know he may do even better right. in the in the second fight and maybe be able to stay away yeah. from the right hand and come in with a better game plan. Whereas Wilder might come in doing the same thing. Hmm. And it's it's a chess game, man. And, and it seemed like that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. You know, um, I saw the Fury was able too. to execute a game plan immediately from round one on, and Wilder was doing the same thing and fell prey, you know, to Fury's master game plan. Hmm. And um. And Wilder wasn't able to adjust yeah. because he he lacks. Um, he has the same skill. style. Yeah, yeah. he lack, he lacks skill and yeah. and um, I think he's getting a new trainer. Um, I mean, I don't want to like I'll never really talk bad about anybody or anything like that. Another fighter, but I feel like it's been time for him to get a new, a new trainer. <laughs> to be honest, because some of the stuff he does in the ring, you know, I just don't understand how you know he's been with the same trainer this long. That was a former um, champion himself, you yeah, know, Olympian. Yeah, and he and he's and he's still doing the same amateurs stuff that he's been doing since he first started boxing over <laughs> ten. You know, like the windmilling and, <laughs> and, and, and yeah. stuff like that. You know, so, I, mean, like, I feel the, like if I was a coach, I yeah. mean, if it was just me, you know, I'd just be like Wilder. You know, I'm not going to be in your corner if you're going to go out there, 
you know, throwing punches like that and, you know, telegraphing everything because, you know, you're not only representing yourself, but you're also representing me. Right. Um, you know, but that's just me. Yeah, oh yeah, for so, sure. So, so that kind of made me wonder, like, why did his trainer really even care? And I didn't see the fight, you know, but I heard he wasn't even really saying much in, the, in between rounds in the corner. It was just staring mm-hmm. in water. I mean, I didn't see it, but that's what someone told me. Yeah, I, I think I saw so, that the first time, too. Yeah, it was yeah. just like, I mean, because yeah, in the first so, one, he was getting good shots, but, you know, that was their first time. And then, like, I'm sure you know, it's like, now that you've fought, like, for example, you want a rematch with the last guy. Yeah. Now that you felt his power, you see what you can do, you kind of uh, go into oh, the yeah, fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, more confident for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm always very confident, but, um, you know, it just takes your confidence to that much of a level when you, you know, depend on your your IQ and, right. you know, like I do. You know, like I pride myself on being able to box and figure someone out and execute a game plan, and, you know, so... Do you watch your other uh, opponents' matches uh, uh, beforehand? Have you like? I mean, because I'm, I'm almost everybody has their stuff yeah, on YouTube now, yeah. right? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I feel like um, when I can't watch my opponent before. I mean, in the amateurs, you know, I never w- really watched anybody because right, you just yeah. never even know who you're gonna fight yeah. and stuff like that. And um, you know, so I don't, I don't feel like I need to really watch anyone. Yeah. You know, like if I fought someone I've never seen before, I know. You know, I'm going to execute my jab and see what they're going to do and just base everything, you know, off of that, you know. But, you know, when I can watch someone, you know, I have the ability to come up with a solid game plan to execute. And um, so I definitely use that ability whenever I can. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and when I watch someone, I don't need to watch much of them either. Right. You know, I can just watch just watch their Gym body rounds. mechanics and, and their movements and come up with my game plan off of that. I want to ask you this because you're a boxing guy and like this is always a I ask this to a lot of my boxing friends if there was like a dream match that you could like fight someone one of your idols or at any time in history of boxing who would who would that be like Ooh, if, you could, if yeah. you could get in the ring with the boxer that you you know it could be anyone in Whatever, Eddie <laughs> Ali, you know, Joe Frazier, yeah, anybody, Mike Tyson, if you want a missing <laughs> year, I guess. <laughs> I actually was just about to say, you know, if it had to be a choice, it definitely wouldn't be no one like Mike Tyson because we're wet. If it's my choice, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 Mike sure. Tyson might be Mike Tyson. somebody like now, that. Now, no, my sure. choice. Yeah. Uh, me, I'm like a thinking man, mm-hmm. you know, like I like to play chess and stuff like sure. that. So, you know, I like to strategize. So I would probably try to use that as a strategy to become better. I would probably say Mayweather. Mayweather. Yeah. Because, oh, hell yeah. Because of how much Canelo improved <laughs> fighting Mayweather. Oh, yeah. You know, he like went to school and he went May- fought Mayweather. And, and his, now look his at His trainers him. did too. Like his trainers is like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. saw, so, yeah. I would think that would be a fight that would benefit me the most. Yeah, you know, you know, maybe somebody like Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard, oh you know, yeah. But just, just that off speed. of what we've seen, yeah. you know, in my era, how much Canelo improved at the fight in Mayweather, I uh, try to go that route. You know, if I if I had the choice. Yeah, hey, like, I like heavyweight. I think, but I like heavyweight. It'd um, be possible for you to Canelo one day. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's a possible. I've actually that's... been thinking about that a yeah. lot lately. I'd be like, hey man, I might fight Canelo one yeah. day. Yeah, because yeah. you, we, you he's younger than me. Could. Yeah, he's younger than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and he's fighting and he's at light almost, heavyweight. He's almost at light heavyweight. Or no, is he done he? fought. He beat Kovalev. Kovalev. Oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. That, he's already there. He's champion. <laughs> yeah. So he's that... moving down, fighting sixty-eight. But you know, I guess he's ranging from fighting everybody from. From fifty four on to seventy five. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I I remember watching that guy before he was Oh yeah, I've been watching him ever since way before way he was back champion. when he was just in Mexico. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, watching yeah. those fights. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of Canelo. I like the way he fights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. And then like after that, Mayweather uh, definitely saw a big improvement in Yeah. And, yeah, no, I was just thinking about that right now. Like, man, <laughs> like you could possibly one day fight Canelo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, well, at that, well, if I say it like that, you have to say it like I may possibly one day beat Canelo because if I'm fighting yeah. him, I'm coming to beat him. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. So that Mayweather, that you know, I Man. from a lot of casual fans, they they were disappointed with you know watching his fights because yeah. of what's your take on that? Because me personally, I you know, like a part of me wants to see blood, you know, whenever yeah. I watch a fight, but then. Once you watch it later on, like one of the my favorite fights to watch when, especially when I was training, was Zab Judah versus Floyd Mayweather because yeah. I felt that day was uh like 
Zab Judah was fighting the way Mayweather eventually kind of fought after that. Yeah. And then I didn't know this, but for Pacquiao fight, uh, uh, Mayweather trained a lot. He spar his sparring partner was Zab Judah because yeah. he really took a lot from that fight, and he was gonna fight you know Pacquiao, who was one of the. You know, I think the, they've been regular sparring partners they, they for a long been, right? time, from okay. what I understand. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. didn't, I didn't know that until, until I that think fight. Even before that fight, because they were in a music video together or something. Yeah, uh, yeah even yeah. before that fight when they fought each other. I think oh, really? Coming up, yeah, oh, they were okay, like sparring. Okay. They knew each other real well. Because from the, what I understand, yeah, and that's one of my favorite fights. Because yeah. for most of the fight, I thought Zab won. Uh-huh. Until the later rounds, when you know that he particular fight, I only saw it like once, and I think I saw it like live when I was a kid at yeah. my uncle's house. Yeah, yeah, no, I man, I, I I go back and watch that every once in a while. There's there's fight. I'm sure you have that too, like classic fights that you eventually go back and watch. Just yeah, to, there's always, there's always <laughs> some those fights That's that one we of watch them. all the time. Not Prince I, Nassim and uh, and um, what was his name? The Babyface Killer, uh, uh, Mexican guy, uh, um, Barrera. Barrera. That's yeah. another one that I. It's, I mean, yeah. that's like a that was a crazy yeah. you know yeah. he actually took him down i don't know if you've ever seen it he mm. grabbed him and like tackled him to the floor at one point that was crazy man <laughs> you know i was thinking you you back to mayweather real quick you yeah. mentioned uh being a chess player and liking the thinking you know it made me re- i've seen a few mayweather fights and one that sticks out to me is uh i can't remember the young man he was facing against but uh the guy kept headbutting him mm. which is illegal as you all know um, and his his response to this was to uh, pretend to want to shake the guy's hand oh, and then sucker punch it, right? Ortiz. Yeah. And I thought, and I realized then I was like, you know what? Son of a bitch may not be. He, I don't think he reached to shake his hand. <laughs> no, or, 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 Victor Ortiz. Victor Ortiz did. Reached to shake his hand to try to say, oh, I'm sorry, like it was an accident. Mm. And, as he, and, and then as he was doing that, you know, Mayweather hit him. You know, and dropped him because it was it was time to fight. Right. You know, right. But the <laughs> the referee was, already said yeah, fight. Yeah, <laughs> right. Why you trying to shake your hand? Right. Yeah, after but, you didn't just ram your head into me like that, board several times. Me, you know, and, and split my lip open. You know, and you know, I, this is real. This is you know street fight now, basically. Right. But I, 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 re- I would have took it. I, I remember. Shake his hand. <laughs> but I, I remember like his body language, like Mayweather's body language being fairly open, and then pow, right? And I was like, and I saw that, and I thought, you know what? Son of a bitch may not be be able to know how to read, but he's smart in the ring. <laughs> you know, that's proof that there's different I mean, kinds you know, of the, intelligence. The, the, the do it, he's done <laughs> outside the ring too. He definitely is smart everywhere else. Well, too. right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. he's got a lot of uh, like uh, uh, investments in like real estate that he's mm. he's made his money. Seem like all yeah. type of things, a yeah, little bit of everything. Things, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I feel like he's a great example. <laughs> and he gets a you lot know, of kids because, in his gym to go train and yeah, train yeah. with him. Like he does a lot for young boxers too. For, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's I've heard about yeah. that. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think someone. From Richmond went to go train in his Vegas gym. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the kid's name, but there's like I said, there's a lot of fighters like Archimedes from Richmond. You know, he got involved in boxing, and it's just it's a. That's why I'm glad you, you came because this you know we interview a lot of Richmond people, and yeah. and um, if uh, that's one thing I've seen is a lot of young fighters coming yeah. out of coming out of here. And, you know, I'm yeah. sure you you've met some already. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, no that. Mayweather, that, that we were talking about um, the fights that you go back and watch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like what? What some of your? Um, I'm interested to know, like what? What? Because one know, of my favorite fights to watch is the first fight with uh, Ali and Frazier. I like oh, watching. Oh, classic, classic. Yeah. classic. Yeah. Um, I like watching Sugar Ray Robinson fights. I all yeah. look all of his fights. I love the first fight with um, um, Sugar Ray Leonard and Roberto Duran. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like watching Thomas Hearns. Um, I actually I like watching a lot of the old fighters. To be honest, oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I I remember. The, I like watching Mayweather's young fights when yeah. he was Pretty Boy Floyd. Pretty Boy Floyd. Yeah, yeah. when he was like throwing combinations yeah. and knocking people out. Yeah, when he was young. He was knocking people. Out. Yeah, he, <laughs> you know that's. Yeah, people forget about that. Yeah, but that, that was a smart move because he was getting older, so you yeah. got to focus on on defense now. Yeah, like, yeah. I already, his, fun, I, yeah his fundamentals yeah. are so sound, and his boxing IQ is so. You know, so high that he's if, what it looked like to me. It was like he could, he knew what his opponents was going to do before they did it. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know, because he was just that much of a student of the game. You know, since adolescent age. Who do you see right now? Like, uh, like who's a new boxer that you like to watch? Like a young up and comer. Like a young up and comer. Like uh, uh, Devin Haney, who's Devin also Haney. from the Bay Area originally. Have you sparred with him? 
Oh no no he uh, he fights at like one thirty. Oh yeah 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 yeah, okay, yeah no, one thirty. Yeah. I think he's a hundred and thirty pounder, one hundred and thirty five pounder. Okay. You know he's in a very exciting weight class. Yeah. Where it's a lot of great up and coming uh, fighters. Oh and, yeah. And, yeah, like Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia. Um, Tiafoma Lopez, who's yeah. um, champion now, I believe he's IBF, holds the IBF belt. Yep. Um, Shakur Stevenson, I believe he's in that weight class or maybe the one under no he's in that weight class yeah, yeah. Sure, yep. um, uh, Tevin Farmer too right is he or is he a one a five, a five above I think he's at 135 135 um, that's the one yeah, that I'm just excited got beat to watch by too um, um, Diaz Jojo Diaz oh, yep, yep. Um, just, just beat him pretty yep. convincingly um, so yeah that's an exciting weight class you know with a lot of up and comers yeah um, I think Devin Haney it's probably the most skilled, right? And Tiafomo Lopez. Tiafomo, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Those yeah. two, those two, yeah. yeah. That's, that's that's like a future dream match. Yeah. Um, Shakur Stevenson, obviously. Yeah. Um, I feel like Lopez and and Haney is probably the top of that class, though. On that class, yeah. yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, that's that's a, man. I, I just saw uh, Tiafomo's last knockout was it, yeah, yeah, that, yeah that, that was guy's he's very, impressive man and that was against a very good opponent too. yeah yeah you know yeah and um for you like i mean we talked about canelo that that'd be that'd be a dream match for sure oh like, yeah that's there's someone in the light heavyweight right now that you'd like to get in there with anyone with the belt obviously and, and, you know anyone that's that's ahead of me in the rankings you know because yeah. i want to move up the rankings and you know and i want to have my opportunity to show what i can do for sure <clears throat> Yeah. Man, uh when it comes to when it comes to boxing, uh like uh you hear criticism from people that just watch. Yeah. And you know, so, I mean, I didn't get into it like that, you know, when I was in I'm I'm about to be 30 now and I I got into it when I was like 19. Yeah. And I didn't continue, but when I hear people, you know, like give opinions like no, no, you can give your opinion but you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah. oh man he, he's not doing anything he's yeah. just jabbing like <laughs> people often forget their place which is like yes. they're just spectators they're not down there yeah. in the trenches throwing punches yeah. i mean there's an interesting blend here between uh freedom of speech and acknowledgement of your own reality that i always find interesting like oh so they should have just ran the ball this way and it's yeah, like oh exactly. really like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sitting in oh, the couch Mr. chips 300 pound motherfucker <laughs> like eating chips and nacho <laughs> cheese is gonna tell somebody how to quarterback sit your ass down <laughs> oh wait you're already sitting down my bad like, <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 i'm sure you get a i mean you see that a lot yeah, yeah i see i see that a lot but i mean i understand what it is right you know you know yeah. it's just, you know sports in general um is something that's just so exciting yeah you know everyone you get is gonna have their too. opinion yeah because of how you know exciting it is and how most people wish they could um you know do the things that athletes do Right. You know, and it's so exciting and they wish it so bad that sometimes they think that they are really doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, basically what I'm trying to say is it's not something to really take personal. I think it's just, you know, part of the territories is something that right. people do, you know. So, but yeah, that's, you know, if you get too bent out of shape about that, then you're not going to be a very good athlete anyway. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. So I mean, you got to stay focused as an athlete. True. Yeah, I think that goes with with anything where you're you're doing something where you're in the public uh, eye, is to keep in mind that hey, you know, I mean, everyone's gonna have something to say, and like you're the one that is putting on the gloves, you're the one that's throwing the football, you're the one that's writing that rap song, you're the one that's asked to to be in that movie, not the person sitting there saying you're doing a crap job who yeah. can't even imagine being in your position. You know, like, yeah. so this is always something to, I can sit here and say Gucci man sucks all day, but he's the one platinum records. I'm just a struggle rapper right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, how often do you train? You train every day. Like do you stay in shape just in case a fight comes up. Like, uh, um, or do you only, do you want to plan it out and train? I, I try weeks? my best to stay in shape, Okay, you know, at all times. Yeah. Um, cause you never know when the opportunity is going to come. Right. Um, recently I've been having a lot of uh, extra responsibilities on my plate. Yeah. Um, as a business owner. Yeah. And as a father, father. and um, but you know the reason why I am I chose to become a, um, an entrepreneur is so that I can eventually free myself up. 
Right. You know, maybe in a couple of years, once my business is able to run itself and then I can, you know, focus 100%, you know, on boxing if a bigger opportunity doesn't come on its own, right. you know, mm. as far as getting signed with a big promoter, with a top promoter. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's all, you know, it's all part of the plan. And, um, you know, but I train as much as I can, as often as I can to be in the best shape that I can possibly be in. How do you how do you combat those cravings, man? Because I'm sure if you try to stay in shape every once in a while. Yeah, What's your um, cheat meal that you have? I would say Mexican food. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's a burrito truck. Oh, not too yeah. far from my house. That's very, which one? Uh, I don't know the name. It's on the one on twenty uh twenty twenty um twenty first. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, oh, man. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's man. I, yeah, that truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's everybody knows about yeah, that truck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't even call it by the name. They just call it twenty first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I so appreciate that's, that's my that's my cheat meal most of the time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can't even call it cheat meal because if you have it often, it's not a cheat. meal. because <laughs> after I like, that's I'm, a whole nother relationship. Oh, yeah, that's a whole. <laughs> after shows, they're the ones that are open till one. Okay. And that's my go to. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. Uh, yeah. But. <laughs> but during training man like you, you uh, like so you you're always staying in shape so you're always keeping the food like i mean how, how do you not oh it's, it's hard not to go crazy sometimes right with the yeah, you're just used to it now you're yeah just, i guess that's yeah. what it is you know i'm just used to it now okay. it's kind of just became a lifestyle yeah you know so i really don't even think about it too much um after fights you know, I normally, you know, I have a lot more cheat meals than For than sure. I do when I have a fight coming up. No, normally, like having a fight yeah. date, you know, that kind of motivates me to, you know, to stay eating healthy. Do you have a date coming up for a fight? or uh, right now? Uh, Not right now, but, you know, I'm trying to fight as much as I can. You know, as I was saying earlier, I'm kind of playing the role as manager, so I have to find my own fights, <laughs> book my own fights and all that type of thing for right now. Um, you know, so I'm trying to fight as soon as I can. Okay. Um, who knows what that's going to be, but hopefully it'll be soon. And, um, you know, but for the most part, I don't have a hard time, you know. If if someone wanted to contact you, you know, maybe a listener um, uh-huh. and they want to sponsor you, they want to work, where can they reach you at? Oh, um, my Instagram. 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 Okay. Um, my Instagram handle is smoothjazz. Smoothjazz. Underscore pound for pound. So if any promoters out there want to get in touch yes. with you yeah. Yeah. pick them up please. we have we have a lot of listeners somehow from canada so if yeah. <laughs> maybe one of the canucks maybe we will get be you like, a fight in canada or something you know exactly you could do like a canadian tour and <laughs> i mean they're all so polite right so it'd be like oh uh Matt, Matt, hey, Matt, Matt punch you there, Ozer, and you'd be like, ah, bam! Oh, there we go. That was easy. Well, Arturo Gatti's old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I wanted to thank you for coming by, and um, if if you do have a future fight, we'll put it on the page for you. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, no, we, you know, we're all local, you know, entertainers and athletes. We we started this just to help each other out, right? So um, support each other. Yeah, yeah, man, support each other. Yeah, shoot. If if um if you do have a fight coming up, I I a voice party would like to come and help you out with anything we can. Appreciate. I want to yeah. commentate. <laughs> I know that's not up to you, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be one of those. All right, he's, he's coming in. That's with actually one of right. my dream jobs, like <laughs> yeah. commentator. Yeah. Oh, sometimes I practice. I turn the fights actually, volume off, and then I like practice commentating. Hey, I want to do that yeah. with old fights. Yeah. Uh, or fights. Oh, this is something that we've talk, talked about with. Uh, I have a, another boxing friend and uh, Archimedes, the yep. boxing trainer. Yeah. And we talked about doing this with the podcast, where we find an old fight or any fight that was a draw. Huh. Commentate over it, and we'll eliminate whatever they're saying, and we decide. Yeah. You know, based on uh, whatever you know. Yeah, just, yeah. But that's something similar to that because I always, I always wanted to do either commentating yeah. or uh, post-fight interviews with boxers. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. also something that I was very interested in. Yeah. So if you're I, interested in something like that, or you have some free time, and we'll make that happen. <laughs> all right, all right. Wait a minute. What? Here's an idea. We see if we can take this thing on the road. And maybe for one of Jasper's fights in the future, we just do a, a voice party episode where we're podcasting about the fight as it's going on. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that sounds That'd pretty good, nice. man. Dope. Yeah. yeah. We could do that, man. Yeah. Have, Sky's have the their commentators. Do anything you put a mind to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, man, we definitely would like to 
you know, you're welcome anytime. And, and appreciate and we it. Appreciate you taking your time to come talk to us, man. Anytime. Yeah. So, man, any last you. thoughts you want to for your listeners who are, you know, thinking about doing something but not doing it because of whatever? Your perfect example for that. Yeah, any, perfect example. You, you just got to jump in head head first. You can't wait for the perfect time. If you're waiting for the perfect time, you know it's never gonna happen. You know that goes with not just you know I've learned that not just from boxing but just you know by everything. Yeah. You know in life, for example, with my business, you know I leaped out on faith and w- went after entrepreneurship off of a dollar in a dream, literally. <laughs> and um, you know, and putting that you know that that the work in and the faith in, and you know God blesses those who you know who take that first step. Right. You know, so always take the first step. Never be afraid to take the first step, no matter how the circumstances look. You know, so. Amen. 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 Yeah. It doesn't get better than that. Thank no. you. Thank you guys for listening. We're out. <laughs>